Memories compress. Memories compress in the recess of the mind. Thoughts confined by the passing of time. A shrine dedicated to a past divine. The horrors expressed so totally mine. Waiting untouched, a defensive confine. Dissociated reality, a fake sublime. Seen from above, I'm left in a bind. A fist is raised, told to stay in line. Flashes of vision. Pain, a bright shine. A hollow city, dysfunctional and blind. Memory is a curse, a picture of crime. Cause and effect, we're both doing time. It's all guesswork, just a twisted game. Played against the self, on the battleground of shame. I don't know much, my brain is maimed. Functional enough to get itself tamed. Forever questioning, looking to blame. No way to win, just playing the game. Victory is simple, just stave off dying. Survive the day, then break down crying. Because memories compress, forgotten with time, until you're stupid enough to open your mind. So that was a poem from my latest book, Bound to the Wings of a Butterfly, called Memories Compress. I'm going to be sharing poems from the book at the start of my podcast, because I think it's a good lead-in to to discussions, to what I want to be talking about. I I use writing as a way to express things that I struggle to express, a way to exercise the inner demons, to 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 try and put together things that seem disparate or disconnected, that are nonetheless troubling, that may have a thread that I just want to unpick. And like always, if you like to grab a copy or you want to support all that sort of stuff, I'll put the links down below. It's out as a paperback, ebook, audio, and hardcover. And it's gotten the number one new release for Australian and Oceana poetry. So pretty impressed, super stoked with all the positive feedback and compliments and poems that you guys are sending me in response. It's, it's, quite, it's quite amazing. It's blowing me away. But the, 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 the response to this book, as well as some negative things that have happened recently, have prompted this podcast and prompted me to read that poem, Memories Compress from the book. Just very recently, a couple of things have happened. My, and my response to it was the same. My response to the, the overwhelming positive feedback for Bound to the Wings of a Butterfly and to these negative events. One of them was my son was running in the house and slipped over and cracked his head on the table and needed to go to hospital for some stitches. Not a major injury. He's perfectly fine. But at the time, it was, you know, obviously a bit intense, bleeding, all that sort of stuff. And a family member has been, had to go get surgery and has been quite sick. And um, some complications for that surgery that are unknown, hallucinations and a variety of other issues. And my response to the success of Bound to the Wings of Butterfly and my son's um, hurting himself and my family members' complications was to dissociate. Like at the time of the event... I noticed my mind slipping and twisting and changing and sort of not being pinned down. There's this distinct feeling of uh, just just not just not being there, not being present, drifting, shifting, twisting. And it's 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 a it's a weird feeling because I know that it's happening at the time that it's happening. I know that my brain is dissociating as it's dissociating. 
And I noticed myself noticing that. And it's this sort of, this sort of weird twist, this sort of odd state, because it's like things feel real, but they also don't simultaneously. It's like, oh, my son's literally bleeding right now, but my brain's off somewhere else. And I'm struggling to stay present to to help him, to fix the problem. Oh, I'm hearing about my, my family member having complications in surgery. My brain's drifting off, not thinking about it, moving to something else, feeling like it's all a game, like it's not real, like it's happening to someone else. Or, you know, I'm getting positive feedback, reviews, sales for my book, the number one um, new release. And it's like, that's happening to someone else. It doesn't feel real. That success is not mine. Which is a contradiction because, like, I, 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 I know that it is happening to me. I know that, like, my actions produce results and what I do matters. But simultaneously, it doesn't feel like it is. I was having a chat to my brother recently and the crux of the conversation was, like, am I feeling good? Am I happy? You know, what, what's my feelings like? Because I, I tend to lean into objective measures of mental health, a.k.a. how much am I able to work? How much work can I stomach? How much writing am I doing? How much meditation, exercise? How much am I socializing? What's my diet like? All of these things you can objectively track. I can measure how much income I'm making, how many hours I'm putting into work. I can track my diet. I can measure how much drugs I'm taking or how much alcohol I'm drinking. I can track my exercise, right? These are all things that I can track. And he responded like, yeah, but how, like, oh, that's all that's great, but how are you feeling? And my response was, well, my feelings are not, are not, I can't really trust them as much as I would like to. Because here's the thing, it's like, am I feeling better than I used to? My, my my subjective measures are improving. I'm working more, all that stuff. But am I feeling better? And the answer is, I don't know. When I'm feeling bad, it feels like the worst I've ever felt. When I'm feeling good, it feels amazing. So, just by my feelings alone, I can't quite judge if I'm feeling better. How can I? It's not a, it's a subjective measure. But what I can do is, is know how long a bad mental health day lays me out. In the past, it might have laid me out for a week. Now it might be a day. In the past, it might have caused me to go on a bender of some description. Now, maybe not so much. So it's like, like how much am I self-harming? Like, how much am I binging? How much am I leaning in towards, you know, promiscuity? Whatever it is. What is, what is the objective measure? Because, like I said, when I feel bad, it feels real bad. When I feel good, it feels real good. I have an issue. I, I recognize one of the things I say to myself is I know that when I'm feeling bad, I know that it's not always going to feel that way. One thing I've learned by like just sort of introspecting and just observing my mental state over the years is that this too shall pass, but not just for the bad things, for the good things as well. Sometimes I'm feeling super elated and sometimes it's legitimate. Sometimes I'm just happy with my life, but other times I recognize it as a sign of sort of a mania. It's like things are too good and then I take on too much responsibility, do too much, sign up for stuff. And then I'm like, oh dear God, what have I done? And then I crash. So I've learned that if I'm feeling quite good or quite bad, just to just to taper myself and remind myself, hey, you're not going to feel this way all the time. <sighs> Trying to pin down dissociation and this sort of like, you know, lack of ability to trust your own feelings 
is akin to is akin to trying to pin down like mercury, right? It's just like you find it and then it moves aside. Or you sort of chop a head off a hydra and another two pop up. It is very challenging. It's very challenging. And a lot of my writing that I'm doing at the moment, the things that come are coming as a response to to this. Because it's like, how do you explain a feeling of unreality from the point of something that doesn't feel real? It's like a fiction character trying to step outside of its own story. So I've got another poem that I want to read to you. And this isn't from Bounds to Wings of a Butterfly. I'll probably release it in a collection at some stage. But I've put this out on Poetizer on my website. It's called I Drift. I drift away from you and from the parts of me that know I'm drifting. Only later do I see my wake. I hear your words. I see your pain. I know your suffering. Logically, I realize that you need me. It doesn't help me to connect. I drift. Painful realities dissipate upon arrival. I drift, directionless and devoid of meaning, a raft without a sail, oblivious to nature's whims. I'm corrupted by the act of forgetting. I'm corrupted by the act of forgetting the act of forgetting. The pain is saved for later. I drift. And this was me attempting to sort of pin down these feelings in response to the success of the book and my boys cracking his head on the table and finding out my family members you know struggling with the the, the surgery it's 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 I see it happening in real time logically I know that it's happening but it's like my brain's just slipping away thank God for mindfulness meditation because it is like I sort of just stumbled into it only to discover that it is the I wouldn't say cure, but it is the um, a great treatment option for people in my situation. People that have, you know, the brain slipping away. If you can just keep bringing the ma- you're training the mind to come back to the present moment, back to the present moment, back to the present moment, it can sink it back in because it's it's a it's a weird thing to see in real time myself slipping away. I don't know. Does anyone else, do you have this sort of issues? Do you struggle to, to not feel real? Do you struggle with different personality strains sort of taking you down different pathways? How do you hold it together? I've had different psychologists suggest different things. It's like, you know, a variation of dissociative identity disorder, like multiple personalities. And at times I feel different, but I do feel like a collective whole sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Just feel like, you know, just this, yeah, like I said, this drift, this disconnect, this challenge. And it's, it all feels real and all, all feels like sort of too real, too strong, too much all at once. But then also all feels not at all real and fictional, you know, and until the consequences occur, it's sort of like a game. I know. And there's obvious, there is obvious danger there. There's obvious danger to be had in these feelings of dissociation. I mean, but there's also obvious um, benefits as well. So it enables me to put myself out there online, to to grow a following, to share deep truths and deep feelings, because part of me is insulated from the the uh, the embarrassment, the jealousy, the issues, the all of that sort of stuff, because it's like, oh, that's that's just someone else. That's Zach doing this. It's not me doing this, right? It's this weird sort of 
uh, I don't know. And then, then part of me wonders, like, is all this introspection even worth it? Is it all good? I, d- I don't know. Because, like, am I feeling better? Well, yeah, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling more functional. But is that more functionalness a good thing? Is that what I need? Is that what I should be going for? Anyway, a bit of a shorter episode. Um, this one, I'm going to be trying to trying to get the episodes out more often. Like I said, if you like the poetry, the first one, Bound to the Wings of a Butterfly, paperback, ebook, audio, hardcover. It helps me out if you grab a copy. Super helps me out if you rate and review it. Um, and uh, maybe it'll make me feel a little bit more real. Maybe not. <laughs> um, but if you like this podcast, um, give it a rate or review and share it with someone. It might be a way to open up a conversation. I'm fully in this idea that, you know, if someone's in my situation or you can see, like if you're in my situation or you can see someone else in the situation, send them the link, say, hey, check this out. And it's a way to start that conversation. And you can talk about what I'm talking about as a starting point to some of those more challenging conversations. So anyway, have a great day and stay safe.